Welcome to track number one of The Beautiful Job. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your great blessing today. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. How many people are at the back doing what? How many people are there doing what? Are you needed, all of you, at the back there? It's a gentleman in orange who has... And if you are not doing anything there, it's not a good practice. You see, there are people who are always busy running around. They always miss a lot of important things. Do you understand? Yeah. Hallelujah. Great. Now, I want to share with you on what I call the beautiful job. So, this beautiful job, I am sure you know by now what it's about. It's not accounting. It is um, shepherding. Amen. So, there are uh, seven parts of the job. Number one, the beautiful job of being a son. Yeah, it's a job. Can I have a little bit of volume? Because I don't hear much where I am. So, I don't know whether you want to give us a bit of sound here. Okay? The beautiful job of being a son. Number two, the beautiful job of being a pastor. Okay? Number three, the beautiful job of fighting. Becoming a fighter. Number four, the beautiful job of becoming an olive tree. Number five, the beautiful job of leading the way. Of becoming a leader. Number six, the beautiful job of becoming spiritual. Number seven, the beautiful job of becoming a wise man or becoming wise like a snake. Not easy to be as wise as serpents. You will notice that there are no lions in this area, but there are snakes. There are no tigers, but there are snakes. There are no elephants, but there are snakes. Amen? Snakes are the most successful predators on earth. Predators are animals which chase and kill other animals. And snakes are the most successful. They are more successful than lions. They are more successful than tigers. And they are more successful than all other predators you can think of. They are more successful because they are wiser than all the other animals. So to be as successful as a snake, you get it. 
you need to develop several wisdom keys and strategies that make you wise like a, a serpent. That's why Jesus said, be wise as a serpent. So I hope one of these days will be able to explain all that. Amen. Now, let us first start with the beautiful job of becoming a son. Alright? Now, what is um, a son? First of all, First of all, there are different types of fathers, okay, that you have to recognize and become comfortable with. Are you with me? I forgot your name. Samuel. You have to become comfortable with the different fathers because all of us, right, came into this world differently and in different circumstances. It is a very small fraction of people who have daddy and mommy and children in the family. There is daddy, here is mommy, and here are three children or four children or two children or whatever. And they live happily ever after. And then the children get married. And then they also have grandchildren. And the grandchildren come home to visit daddy and mommy. This is the ideal. But it is not common. It's not common. That's what you must realize. If you don't realize that quickly, you will misunderstand what is happening in life. You understand? That is a few, very few people have that. From my experience as a pastor, alright, I have noticed that few people have that. Now, does that mean that they are going to be deprived of daddy and mommy? Do you get it? No, they are not, because God has a provision. And then also, daddy and mommy... Even if you have the ideal, this is daddy and this is mommy. Daddy is a human being with a lot of issues or a lot of sometimes what I call poor background. And mommy is also somebody with a poor background. Look at yourself. You see your background. How it is. And you are going to become a mommy. And you are going to become a daddy. So you can imagine how your house is going to be like. Do you see? Yes. So, you, everybody comes with his, his or her hang-ups and a whole lot of issues. You know, and that's why the Bible wants you to honor your father. You know, all the things that the Bible says do are usually the things that are not done. Like you say, husband, love your wife. You see, it's what it doesn't happen. And then wife submits to your husband. It's also... Also, what does it happen? And then children, honor, obey your father and mother. That is also what does it happen. So sometimes when you see that command, it should make you worried. Because that is the very thing that there are a lot of reasons not to do it. Yeah. 
a lot of good reasons why it will not happen in that way. Are you listening to me? Are you understanding me? Glory to God. One sec. Where is Blossom? No, I, where's the song, I Must Go Away? Who sings that song? Yeah, you sing that for me quickly. Fantastic. Yeah. So, yes. So, you must know that. Uh, when you people are ready at the back there, you can call me. Are you ready for me? Not yet? Tell them to hurry up. They got three minutes more. Um, what do you call it? You, you, must, you must now accept that God has, will provide for you, okay, fathering. 
What you need is fathering. Do you understand? You need to be fathered, or you need to have a father or, an, or a mother. You need, you need that thing in your life. Okay? But what you must accept is that that fathering will not come necessarily from the traditional source. And even if it is coming from the traditional source, remember, it will always be deficient. Because your mother is just like you. She's deficient, just like you. And your daddy is just like you. He's also lacking a whole lot of things. Are you listening? This is Abigail, right? Yeah. Do you understand? Come. You see, Abigail? Look how nice she looks. But she's deficient. When you... When you, you see, the Bible says that... Uh, Every man, he that speaketh first, he that pleaded his cause first, soundeth just. You see, when you come and you plead your cause or you say, you sound just. But then the Bible says, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth out the matter. (laughs) Yeah. So... Just you just you just see the person. She comes and she pleads her cause by just her presence and her beautiful face. Keep looking straight so they see how nice you are. You get it. She sounded just or sounded good, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth out the matter. Then the neighbor will come and tell you that this one is very moody. This one she doesn't like cooking. Oh. This one, she's very quarrelsome. His neighbor cometh and searcheth out the matter. Yeah. So, as you see yourself, you are deficient in some, uh, some things. You may never know limited. When you marry, you see that you are deficient. Okay, my dear. Sit down. You are blessed. Okay. So I'm explaining to you that even if you had a traditional mommy and daddy who were able to do a lot of things for you, okay, still remember, I, I had a father and a mother. My father and my mother stayed together till my father died. My parents never divorced, never separated. I always came home to come and see daddy and mommy at home. Yeah. They lived together till my father died. But my, my, I never, I never knew Christ. My mother always says when people say, "Oh, your son is what I said," I don't have anything to do with it because she did not even believe in God at that time. It's later that she she, she got saved, and then she comes to church now. She didn't have anything to do with that in that sense. That's a reality. Yeah. God provided for me the other spiritual input from somewhere else. And then certain things that I saw in marriage, okay, I would not have even married based on what I saw. Yeah. Now, through other inputs from other people, 
Then I began to even know certain things about marriage. Yeah. When I look at my when I look at my, my home, there are certain things I never saw my father do with my mother. Never. I learned them in church. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say I don't want to say all the things whilst I'm preaching. <laughs> but there are things that I never I never saw. And then I, I heard Pastor Fred Price talking about them. And I said, oh, wow. And I heard other people speaking about things. So I learned a whole lot of things. Not from, even though I had a traditional daddy and mommy. I, I keep on explaining to you that the person will always lack something. Because he's just like you. He's becoming a mama and a daddy. Daddy, just like how you are going to become a mommy and a daddy one day. Okay? That's why you don't have to dishonor them, no matter how deficient they are. Because yours may be worse. In fact, you may be the beast number, beast to the whatever degree. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, very, very important that you, you get what I'm saying and you get it right. Okay? What song do you have for us? Come sing one of your songs.
giving me that exposure. He knows all of these people. He has known these presidents from the time they started arresting him under Rawlings' time, all throughout. Each government that has come, he has been, I mean, each time they come, they say he belongs to the other group until he's able to break through and then and on and on and on. Is that how it is? So you have been this one, this one, this one, Rawlings, Kufo, uh, Mills, all of them, they have all been for the last year, since 1979. You get it? So what I'm saying is that he's also he's, he's having a kind of influence and helping me to also see how to relate with such people. You understand? Which Young Vicho is not doing for me? And neither is Fred Price doing that for me. And Canadian is not doing that for me. Are you, with, are you understanding what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say is that all the different fathers in your life bring something. And you don't have to get angry with Young Vicho because it's not taking me to see the president of, 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 of Korea. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with him. And in the same way, you don't have to get angry with your father because he never took you to a restaurant. Yeah. Your father's never took you. How many fathers have ever taken you to a restaurant to sit? Raise your hand. Never taken you to a Chinese restaurant. How many, how many of your father never taken you to a French restaurant? How many of you, your father has never taken you to an Italian restaurant? Raise your hand if you have never been taken to an Italian restaurant. One day I was with some of my pastors or sons or whatever you want to call them. And uh, I, was, I went to an Italian restaurant. And I was showing them, this is Alfredo. There's a food called Alfredo. This is Carbonara. This is Fettuccini. This is Linguini. is Tagliatelli. So, you may not, your father, you don't have to get angry with your father because he has not taken you. Because God will provide somehow for the overall training. And so, and so you will notice, since you come to church, I'll, I'll talk about uh, why Christian wives, young girls learn how to cook. But you see, it's not that I'm interested in cooking because you are not going to cook for me. Your cooking would not... Even if I'm to marry you, you will not cook for me. Yeah. If, let's say, God forbid, but if, let's say, I were to marry you, you will not cook for me. I already have somebody who will cook for me. So, when I'm talking to you about cooking, it's not for me. It's for you. So, that's the way that God is trying to help you and father you into something. I hope 
you are getting what I'm trying to, to talk about. So, there is an art of being a son or a daughter. And that is what I'm trying to explain to you so that you benefit properly from all that God is giving you. Because in this church, as you are here at the camp and all that, you think I've brought you, you have not come to any, anywhere like this before. Tell, tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. So I'm brightening your eyes. I know, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I could have just, I could have just found somewhere. We could have had this meeting at Collegon or at the, at the, what do you call it? At the other, the Roberts Hall under there would have fitted there easily. It would not have a certain effect on you. That's why I brought you here. We are, we are going to have we are going to have a coffee break so that you understand what is a coffee break. Yeah. We are going to have lunch or dinner. Yeah. So that even if your father never took you to any restaurant, you see that through the church and through the work of God, you have also gone to a restaurant. Oh! Are you listening? Sit down. Amen. Amen. So, I want you to have in mind, amen, the art of becoming a son. Okay? And um, you must, first of all, understand the types of son that you can be. A person can be a son. So, number one, you can be a son to your heavenly Father. Amen. Wow. You can be a son to your what? To your heavenly Father. Amen. And thank God for a heavenly Father. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, is one of the fathers God gives to us to enjoy. Is a Father in heaven. He is the real Father. That there is no one that compares. So when you are singing that song to your beloved, there is none like. You are singing the wrong song to your beloved. It's a mistake. Number two, you can be a son to your father in Christ. You can be a son 
You are a son to somebody who brought you to Christ. Through that person, you came to Christ. Amen. Amen. Alright? Through that person, you came to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you listening? Through that person, you came to the Lord. And I came to the Lord through whoever. It's not so. Sometimes you can't see who your father. You know, we are, one day I heard somebody insulting someone. And he said, you are the son of a thousand fathers. What he was saying is that we can't know who your father is clearly. Because so many people slept with your mother and we are not sure who exactly is your father. So sometimes the fathering is a little vague. Can't tell who the father is. And you'll be surprised some of you if you do your, if you check your blood group or your DNA, you'll be surprised that your father is not your father. Because as your mother is wearing cloth and she looks very holy, you don't know how she was in those days. She was wild though. And she was pretty. Some of you, your mother was nicer than you. Yeah, she was nicer than you. So that she has cooled down. As she has put on weight, you think that she has never been slim. Hey! <laughs> Number three, you can be a son to a spiritual father. A spiritual father. Amen. That is somebody who makes you spiritual. Through that person, you become spiritual. Okay? You become spiritual. Now, I I didn't have a spiritual father in that. I had a spiritual mother. Betty, she's called. She introduced me to all the important things that make a person spiritual. Quiet time, church, she took me to Action, she took me to Calvary Road, Singers, she took me to the first Christian program, helped me to buy my first Bible, everything that is important. You see, and some of you, as you've come to the church, you realize that you are being introduced to spiritual, to becoming a spiritual person, spirituality about the Bible, the Holy Spirit, and church. And all the things that make you spiritual. So, whoever is doing that. Sometimes your mate can be like that. Or sometimes a pastor. Or sometimes an elder. Or whoever God brings. Once you flow and you humble yourself. And you accept whatever it is. You, you, you start to be blessed. That's what I'm talking about. Being a son first. Very, very important. You, know, you, must, you must know how to be a son. That's why when Archbishop was talk, talking to me and telling me that, oh... Thanks. He was, he was saying, oh, thanks for your... I, was, I called myself, I was calling to say thanks for yesterday when we went to see the president. And so I said, no, 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 you are, you thank you for your partner. He said, no, no. You see, you have to know how to be a son. Not to be, oh, we are all the same. So we all went together. You are a man of God, I'm a man of God. You have a church, I also have a church. My church is bigger than your church. Stop that. There's a way that you behave that makes you some way. Yeah. And there are people like that. We really want to be big quickly. Yeah. 
And sometimes your own mate is fathering you. Is teaching you decency. You have to accept it. Amen. The next one is your biological father. Or you can be a son to your biological father. And that one, thank God for your biological father who has come and brought you to this world. You walk like him. You look like him. Some of the beastly things in him that you don't like, you are like that also. Did you hear what I said? I said some of the beastly aspects you don't like, that's how you are. So the more mercy you have towards him, the more grace will abound towards you to make to ameliorate your bad characteristics. Are you listening to me? Amen. Very good. Number five. You can be a son to a substitute father. A substitute father is somebody who became your father because your real father wasn't there. Maybe your mother became your father. So your mother was your father and mother. Sometimes your uncle or somebody in the world. So sometimes you see somebody say, oh, my uncle has died, I'm going to a funeral or the person is going home. It's the uncle that he goes to. I had a friend, it was mostly his uncle that he was going to. I never heard much about his father. It was his uncle who carried him and took him to go and do school exams. He didn't know that they were doing uh, common entrance or whatever we were doing then. His uncle said, oh, you have to go. So he took him in the morning, go. That's how he even, he even went to school and went to a medical school in the end. Yeah. So he owed a lot to the uncle. So the uncle becomes a, a, plays a role and does some things that are like fathers do to you. Sometimes if you're the church person can become like your, even as if it's like, your, like a substitute biological father. You see, and if you don't accept it, you are a big fool. Because... <laughs> What God has provided for you, which is fathering or mothering, you have been foolish enough not to recognize that it is coming to you from here. Because you are only looking for the traditional method. And you have cursed your biological father and your biological mother for not being like Bill Gates. Or being rich enough. Because not every father or mother is money. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Amen. The next one is your, you can be a son to your father-in-law. You can be a son to your father-in-law. Okay? What do you think? You can be a son to your father-in-law. In-law. Alright? What does that mean? God will give you fathers in law it's when you marry. That's why you should not marry an unbeliever. Because when you marry an unbeliever, like Jesus told the Pharisees, you are of your father the devil. So your father, the person you are marrying, his father is the devil. Now you are going to marry him. So it means your father-in-law is the devil. So when you marry, you are linking yourself to a father-in-law. That's why you should not marry an unbeliever. You must marry a believer. Alright? 
What do you think? Yeah. So when you marry into a family, that father of that person somehow becomes a term of And he can become a blessing to you. Me, my father-in-law, it was a blessing to me. When you come from Takuradi, when you are coming from Accra, or when you are going from Cape Coast, when you get to Mankesim, and you turn left, you see his house on the, on the main road. A big greenhouse with a banner, and his picture is on. He is buried in that house. Yeah, he was a very rich man. And he became my father also. And I became a son to him. And he often used to say, you know, I am not your father-in-law. I am your father. Who is outside coming? Amen. He used to say, I am not your father-in-law or in lieu. I am your father. And he was. He taught me many things that were important. Including not borrowing. Yeah. Because when I, when I met him, you know, God used him to teach me some of the more imp- very important things that I use in the ministry today. One of them was that when I met him, you know, he was driving an old car. But he was a millionaire. And it was because of the government that he was not buying a, a car. Yeah. Because he had been harassed by them when they came into power. So he was driving an old car. But he had a lot of money. The day that he decided to buy cars, he just bought the new Benz, this, 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 and just put them in the... They were just there like that. I had two weddings. I've had two weddings. All the two weddings, we used his car. It was always the latest Benz. Yeah. For my wedding. And then, ten years later, he, he was still driving the newest. By that time, he was allowing himself to drive those cars. Yeah. When he was 80 something years, he was building big, big, big projects. So I learned it from him. Building, always be building. So you see, I'm always building something. Yeah. And be building, build till you die. It was rich. Build, start building. I could have built a house when I was in school, but I didn't know. Then I didn't know that I I didn't know that I could. I could have bought land. I would have bought land at the Sprinters Road and all those places. All those places were bushes at that time. I didn't know that. Until somebody shows you that you can build. You don't know that you can build. <laughs> One day, from, from Accra up to the mountains, it will be all traffic with traffic lights to Aburi and all those places. You will not get, you can, even now you cannot get, but soon you cannot get, it will be traffic and town, to be a town. Yeah, because Accra would join with the mountains. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. So that my father-in-law, he talked. Before he died, he sent me, he said, tell Dad to come. That was the last time I saw him. He said, come now. And I went. When I went, he sat down and he told me, 
This is how I became a millionaire. Yeah, he told me how I became a millionaire. <laughs> he stretched out his hand and said, This is how I became a millionaire. Wow. Yeah. So, father in law, don't reject and say, It's my husband's father. It's my wife's father. It's your father too. It's your father too. Perhaps the Lord is using that one. To minister to you. Amen? So, the art of being a son. Yeah. One day, he had, my father-in-law had a house that was empty. And I wanted one of my pastors to go and stay in the house. So I went to see him. And he, 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 he could have given the house. He said, no, 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 no. He will not give the house. So he didn't. I wasn't happy at all. But later, I was looking at that. The man is very wise. He doesn't want problems. Certain problems. Yeah. But you wouldn't know the problems you can get. Some of you say, I'm going to do business. I'm doing business with my family. I'm doing business. And the problem is coming more. Lending money to this, lending money. No, 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 no. He was, he was, he was wise. He said, when my building is there, it doesn't breathe. It doesn't drink. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> it is just there. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't breathe. It doesn't drink. It doesn't eat. It is there. I don't have any problem. When I was traveling, I was doing business, transport business. I, I took inspiration from him. And he told me, he said, you are going to London. Pack your car. Pack your truck before you go. I said, no, no. I have a good truck. I said, no, no. Pack your truck. He has done transport business. He used to have articulators with white radios in those days. White men were working for him. Yes, with radios, radio communication. White people were working in his company. Yeah. And he said to me, I have only one truck. And he's advising me. Pack your truck. But you know better. Because you are young, you feel that what you know, in your case, it will be able to go around it. In your case, in your case, it will not be like that. I told him that I have a driver. A driver is called Isa. And another guy, I don't want to mention his name. These are faithful guys and that they can handle the truck, everything. So I went, Switzerland, London, whatever I was going to do, and I came back. When I came back, I saw Bishop Saki, how everybody greeted me. I think we had just had a baby. They sang a song and all that. We were happy. Then came time for business. 
So I was told, how much do I have? Oh, when you went, the tipping motto of the... Because I didn't know that a tipper truck has two motos. The motto of the engine and the motto of the tipping part. That makes it go up and down. The tipping motto got sport. So, it has been taken to Odona. <laughs> Do you know Odona? Odona fitness. So they took it out and this and that and their pieces. So this is how much you are owing. And before I was going, I was not owing. You see, this is how a young person feels. He feels always that in my case, in my case, in my case, I will be able to circumvent. So my father-in-law was a blessing. I'm just telling you that, you see, through all these people, God's showing me fathering. Fathering. Somebody came and showed me quiet time, this, this, and she went out of my life. I rarely see her. I call her sometimes. I speak to her sometimes. But I don't see because she's in a different church due to marriage. But the person has finished the work. But always remains special to me because of the impact. Yeah. Then another person comes and finishes. So now, for some of you, God has brought me into your life to play a certain role. You must accept all the different aspects. Uh-huh. You see, like when you listen to a camp, you hear different things. It's not only how to go. I've not yet started to visiting or gathering or no, no, no. We are talking about practical things. Especially in your case. How you will be thinking as a young person. Don't think that way. It applies to you. Yeah. Are you listening? Alright. The next one is your father you can be a son to your to the father of a church. You can be a son to a father of a church. For instance, this church is a church. And there is a father of a church. The father of the church is the founder who makes the church exist. So it's different from all the other pastors. Do you understand? Yeah. You can have fathers. That's what you have. A father in a church, father of a church. And then you have pastors, teachers, elders, plenty. Uh-huh. But the father of the church is the founder. So John Wesley is the father of the Methodist church. Do you understand? Or Duncan Williams, Bishop Duncan Williams, is the father of Christian Action Faith Ministry, although there are other pastors. Yes. But he is the father of the ministry. That's why he was able to travel abroad for about eight years, I think. And he came back and just took over his church. Yeah. Because upon arrival, you, you know that he did the father of the... 
This one must come. So step back. Step back. The Father has come. You are a nice pastor. You are a nice teacher. But please, to the left and to the right. So the Father has more authority. That is why when the Palestinian leader, Yasser Arafat, was around, he was doing a lot of things that were not good for Palestine. He was not signing the agreements. You see, but there was never confusion. The, when he died, then all sorts of leaders have come and Palestine is divided into more pieces. You see, but the fact that somebody who fought for them, did terrorism for them, hijacked planes, I mean, he has done so many things. You may never know limited what a father is doing. The aeroplanes he has hijacked for you. The people he has killed for you to be existing. That's what gives fathers authority. Especially with, in a certain situation, realize that his power is more. Yeah. Yeah. One day I was working with an archbishop. You see, and some of you, there are some people, one time, when I deal with some rebellious people, sometimes I don't want to speak to them. Because I realize that after me, there is no one else higher. And I can see that when I talk to them, they will not listen to me. So, because there are people, the person with a big authority may speak to you, but still you won't change. You just say lifestyle change, but you will be there. Mercy. What's your name? Araba. From where? Kalebu. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard of Araba Lucy? <laughs> Then you have a father in sin. You can be a son to a bad person. A son to a father of sin. Who is going to baptize you and teach you. Sometimes ladies, you have somebody encouraging you to go and have a boyfriend. Go and do this. Go and do this. Teaching you. Going with you to places. Going with you to discos. Taking you to have girlfriends, boyfriends, doing things. Because sometimes you wouldn't know. Till somebody teaches you and leads you. How many have had a father in sin before? He taught you. What was he? It's called what? Mess around. <laughs> Your father in sin was called mess around. Mess around. What was he teaching you to do? He taught me how to go to discos. Not just one night, but how to start from Thursday and go from Friday, Saturday. That is one type. And he also taught me how to go to different nightclubs in one night. Yes. <laughs> mess around. Mess around. He also taught me how to smoke. He taught you. He taught me how to smoke. From one. From one. <laughs> How many types of sons do you have there? Eight. You should have nine. You should have nine. 
Heavenly Father, Father in Christ, Spiritual Father, Father of the movement. You can be the son of the father of the movement. Yes. Sometimes there is a movement like the faith movement or church growth movement. You see, I like to see myself as one of Yongito's sons. African children. African children's choir. Hallelujah. John Gicho has, is the father of the church growth movement. His church grew so much he started to preach about church growth. Yeah. 700,000 members attending on Sundays. Huh? In one church, yes. So, that's a lot of people. So he, he started to preach about church growth, church growth, church growth, church growth. He has also been a father. Many things that I, I have seen and do and learn, I learned it from him. The Iron Sharpness Iron Conference and the board members we have and all the things we did. There are all things I just learned from by copying what I saw in Korea. When you go to Korea, if you ever come with me to Korea one day, you will see, how many will be coming along? You will see a whole lot of things there. You say, ah, they have copied us, but we have copied them. <laughs> Amen. Is it amazing? And finally, your father in the ministry. Okay? Ministry. What, what is ministry? Ministry is work for the Lord. Yes. Working for God. Okay? And being a servant of the Lord. A lot of people become casual Christians. But not so many graduate and become workers for the Lord. Now, everybody here is being, I am fathering you into ministry work to becoming pastors. I, I will be very happy on the day that all of you, the, the last one amongst you is appointed as a pastor. Yeah. All of you, all of you here, all of you here are going to become pastors. Yeah. That is why you are here. This is a job, it's the pastoring job. It's a business. And we are not joking. We are here because we want to work for the Lord. Hallelujah. And we want to learn how to work for the Lord. And how to do this job. Now, do not think that this work is like any other work. Every job is different. And you need to be trained Alright? You need to be trained. Come all the way to the front, wherever you are sitting. Not a problem at all. Not a problem. What's your name again? David, the chief elder of Cape Coast. Where is Chief Cadella? 
She's still coordinating things on the back there. Glory to God. Yeah. You are, you are all becoming ministers. You are becoming pastors, shepherds. Some will become slower than others. Because everybody takes his own, has his own. Some are phlegmatic. I went to a castle in France. Have I told you of the statue? I saw a statue. A man was standing like this. And there was a tortoise at the bottom. And they had written, Lay Phlegmatic. That means the phlegmatic. 1600 and something. They discovered these things years ago. That everybody has a different nature. And some people are just slow on the uptake. But sure, some are fast, but with other problems. Depending on how you are like, you may have different problems. Alright? So, one of the main things that you need, you will need in becoming a pastor or becoming doing this beautiful job is becoming a son. A son. Where is Cadella now? She's still at the back there operating? Okay, glory to God. Okay. Now, and I'm saying that you need to become a good son of whatever person or caricature God has chosen for you to be a son under. And that in itself will make you the best pastor. Just that. It's true. I'll say it again. I gave you the seven dimensions of the beautiful job, isn't it? Becoming what? Being a what? Being wise man. Close the door, please. Always the door should be closed. Always the door should be closed. Alright? Glory to God. Okay. Now, are you listening? What I am saying is that, and I'm going to say it again, maybe a hundred times, so that you can get it. Just being a good son would make you be able to do the work you are doing that's supposed to do properly. That's all. Being a good daughter would make you a good um, worker, a good, a good jobber. That's all. Because it's jobbing. We are jobbing. And it's beautiful jobbing. How many have heard of jobbing? I'm going to job in London. Are you jobbing in London? That's what we used to say. I'm jobbing. So we are talking about beautiful jobbing. All of you are going to become ministers. And you can become a good minister. There are so many things you can learn. But perhaps the simplest is to become a good son. And if you do, you are likely to become a good minister. Because 
if I look at what God has blessed me with in, um, in the ministry to the fathers, the things that I am doing that are working, they are the things that I have copied properly. Those are the ones that work. Everything about me is copying or following something that I've seen. You get it? Most of the things are like that. Not everything, but as many as most of the things that really work. It started with preaching, I noticed. That the preaching and the message that work are the ones that I noticed that I would virtually preach what Papa Hagin preached. The whole place seemed electoral. People seemed to be really blessed. That was, I noticed it. So, if I look at many of the things that I'm successfully doing, let's say Iron Sharpened Iron Conference, all the things, the board, the this, the that, so it's like you chose conference, I'm just repeating it here in Africa. Same idea, same, everything same. It's amazing. You just have to come once, you, you'll see. So I, I've taken most, almost everybody who worked with me, I've been with the person to Korea before. And I often try to take them more than once to Korea. Yeah, I like, let's go, we walk around and roam around the place. After the conference, we roam around the whole place. Go up, go down, go here, go here. Just relaxing the place and getting an inspiration, feeling. Yeah. So, just being a good son or a good daughter, because daughters, daughters, uh, uh, you know, can also become very, very, very great in the ministry. Daughters, your problems will be just different, but it will be the same. Fruitfulness, but different problems. It's like, it's like doing, I mean, maths and science. The questions or the problems you are solving in the maths paper are problems. And the guy who is sitting next to solving science is also solving problems. They are just different problems. Each of these problems, if you do arts, you solve problems. They ask you, what is the this and that? Discuss. It's a problem. The science man will be asked to calculate some physics things and so on. Density, weight, volume, speed. And this one is being asked to discuss the French Revolution was caused by the shortage of bread. Discuss. And that is his problem. Huh? Not less than four pages. Is that what they write on it? Hey! Not less than four pages. So, brothers and sisters, when you are a woman, your problems are different, but they are problems. When you are a man, your problems are also different, but they are problems. But both, in both cases, if you get A, you got an A, and you are moving forward. Can I have an amen? amen? So, being a son, just being a son, or being a daughter, 
can make you do well. Amen. Are you there? Stand up, everybody. Now, how many of you have not slept in the night? Why, why were you brought here without sleeping? What happened last night? Huh? Say again, I can't hear. How many of you have not slept? Raise your hand. Lulu? Why is Lulu? You cannot organize people who have not slept in the night for me to talk to. I cannot talk to people who have not slept. It's not possible. Do you understand? Where is Lou? Where is Cadella? Do you understand? I cannot talk to people who haven't slept in the night. It's like asking them to drive a car. You cannot do that. A whole, a whole lot of people here say they've not slept the whole night. So I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to talk to them. All those who haven't slept, lift your hands again. Okay. Is the coffee break ready? Okay. You are, you are causing a big problem, I tell you. I need somebody who has a phone with a strong alarm. And that person's phone is going to guide us. Every 30 minutes, we'll take a break. It will ring. Ring, then we stop wherever we preached. So who has a good phone? Cypher. Okay. So go out for your coffee break, and then in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, we come back. It takes 15 minutes. There are a lot. All right. And all those who haven't slept, hello? Hello, please. Can I tell you something? You, you, I don't want you to see another side of things that you, you didn't want to see. So just take my little bit of advice. Otherwise, because every coin has two sides of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling you, you have to obey the rules in the camp. And I, I really need you to follow what is it. So 15 minutes. Maximum 20 minutes. 